Hello and good morning and welcome to this, the WP Builds newsletter number 41. This is the WordPress news for the week commencing the 26th of November 2018. Just a couple of bits of housekeeping before we start. If you go over to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe, you'll be able to sign up to our newsletter. We've got a thriving Facebook group of about 1,700 people. And then we've got a few other channels. For example, we've got a Slack channel and a YouTube channel, and we've got Messenger updates. And really what we do with those is it's just a one-way communication system whereby we can just let you know when our podcast episodes or weekly news episodes come out. Also, if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash deals, you'll be able to avail yourself of some deals. Some of the plugin authors and theme developers have reached out to us and given us percentages off. So as an example, you can get yourself money off MainWP, BlogVault, Toolset, Widget Options, WP Security Audit Log, Beaver Team Pro and various other bits and pieces. So go and check that out. And lastly, if you're interested in putting an advertisement on this podcast and showing your your commitment to us, that would be most grateful. To do that, go to wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise and you can find out there about the banner ads that we've got and also the little audio inserts which we do as well. So, right, without further ado, let's get on with the weekly news for this week. We've got quite a lot of WordPress news all around Gutenberg and then a few bits and pieces that are non-WordPress related right at the end. Okay, so we've had two release candidates for WordPress out this week and the WP Tavern, the first item, is entitled WordPress 5.0 Release Candidate 1 Released Gutenberg Passes 1 Million Installations. Well, this is exactly what you'd expect. WordPress at the beginning of the week had Release Candidate 1 for WordPress 5.0 and the big thing of course is the release of Gutenberg. There's been a rising tide of dissent amongst some of the developers, particularly the core developers, and in this article it, it illustrates the point that Matt Mullenweg is trying much harder over the last couple of weeks to put himself out and answer questions. He's got a kind of forum situation set up where you can go and uh, ask questions of him, and I notice that he's going to be on various uh, various channels during the week, so that's nice to see. But yeah, the date for Gutenberg obviously is being pushed further and further back, as we'll find out in this next article, because... The next one is over at WordPress.org and it's WordPress 5.0 Release Candidate 2, which happened just a couple of days ago. Second release candidate and the significant changes were they stopped rendering admin notices compatibility component as this was breaking things. And they've updated the parser to better deal with malformed HTML that could cause a loop. And there's a whole bunch of other, there's probably about 12 other items which were released in Release Candidate 2. We are desperately close now to this being released to the wild. However, as of this exact moment, I have no idea when that's going to be. We obviously missed, for various reasons, the dis- sorry, the November the 27th deadline. And now we're up to, well, who knows? It could be this week. It could be in January. I, I simply don't know. Just a moment ago, this is our third item. Just a moment ago, I was illustrating the fact that Matt Mullenweg has made himself more ready and available to answer questions. Well, I've, I found a WP Tavern article which emphasizes his commitment to do this. 
And it also illustrates where you can find out the, I think it's called 24 office hour slots or something like that. And there's a there's an FAQ that has been put together and so on. So if you're keen to talk to Matt or at least have a sort of like an email or forum type chat, you can go and check that article out and it'll explain where he can be found over the, the coming week or so. All right. This next one is called WordPress 5.0, what the new block editor means for WooCommerce. Nice little article coming out of from WooCommerce. Obviously, a lot of people who have online stores don't really kind of interact much with WordPress. So it's not only does it explain what um, Gutenberg is to their, their audience, but it also goes on to show what the Gutenberg WooCommerce blocks are all about. Um, there's not too many of them, but what they do is quite useful at the moment. We've got this thing called the products block. Uh, you can feature products and on posts and pages and filtering and sorting and all of that kind of stuff. And then it goes on to talk about storefront. Storefront is the WordPress 5.0 ready theme. So it'll be able to cope with the block editor, AKA Gottenberg. And also it talks about the 2019 theme, the default edit, the, sorry, the default theme coming in WordPress 5.0 and how that's got certain compatibility components built in if you're using WooCommerce 3.5.2 or higher. And then it goes on, if you're a WooCommerce user, to explain what their roadmap is. It's very, very minimal at the moment, but you can check out what the phase two for WooCommerce is once Gutenberg is out and about and being used. Next one comes from Jetpack.com. Their article is entitled Jetpack 6.8, Building Jetpack for the New WordPress Editor. You can see the theme here. We're talking about nothing more than Gutenberg so far. So we've got... A few new um, blocks, which if you're using Gutenberg and you have a Jetpack subscription, you can use. For example, they've got the simple payments block where you can add in the name of a product, the price, the currency, your email address, and it will just take care of that. If you, as I say, if you've got a subscription. There's a new form block, which allows you to create simple forms. There's the new map block, which will allow you to put in uh, your API key for things like Google Maps and then geolocate. And you can choose what kind of map you want and the marker colors and all of that kind of stuff. And then they've got this little um, markdown block where if you're familiar with using markdown, which I confess I know what to do, but I never use it, you can use markdown in this block and it will render the, you know, the bold or the italics or whatever on the on the front end. And one more thing, publicizes back. Uh, this is a way of sort of sharing your content across social networks when you've published things and they've reintroduced that as well. So there we go. If you're a Jetpack user, then maybe this is the sort of thing you need to be looking at. Right, Toolset uh, is a popular suite of tools. They've got views and layouts and forms and things like that. This article that came out this week is from Amir Helzer, who's actually been on the podcast two times in the past, and it explains how they've made themselves ready for WordPress 5.0. Um, you can now use four custom toolset blocks right within the Gutenberg editor. That is the views block or the view block, the content template block, the form block, and the map block. Sounds a little bit like we just heard from Jetpack just there, doesn't it? Um, and they slot right into the uh, the editor if you're using the sort of classic um, editor 
um, they're kind of like native blocks. They're little icons which look like little toolset logos with the with the appropriate icon in for for whichever tr part you're trying to track down. Looks really nice. It's nice that they've actually made the effort to get this ready before time and you know publishing about it before that's happening. You can do post relationships and repeatable field groups. They work. Um, you can use all taxonomies. You can you can um, use existing custom fields. They should work properly. And then there's a whole load in that article about the bug fixes that they've got uh, for problems which probably are going to be down the road. Okay. The next one is all about the audit for Gutenberg. Oh, probably about a month ago, uh, it was it was announced that we were not going to get an accessibility audit for Gutenberg. Matt McPherson's proposal was quashed. And a little while later, WP Campus, which is an organization set up to deal with educational installations of WordPress, they stepped up and say that, said that they would be uh, take this responsibility on so they could get an accessibility audit for it completed. Well, they've now come back and said, we would like to raise a total of $30,000 in order to make this happen. As of the time of reading this out, they'd got roughly 12,000, sorry, not 12,000, about 3,700, something like that, which is about 12% of what they need. So if accessibility is important to you and you want to make sure that Gutenberg is accessible, then please go and lend your support. Mike Little, the co-founder of WordPress, has done just that. And you can add to their contributions page. If they exceed their contribution, then that money will be spent on future uh, auditing and future developments for WordPress accessibility. Okay. Now, this article kind of just struck me a little bit. This is on the forestry.io website, and it's, <laughs> it's nicely titled, Is it time to move on from WordPress? And the uh, the guy who's written this article, DJ Walker, very much says, yes, it is. He's absolutely sick to death of WordPress by the sounds of it. And largely it's to do with Gutenberg and breaking compatibility and the fact that it's been developed, I suppose he thinks, in a bit of a closet without letting the developers know what's going on and he's he's so frustrated that i think really it's time for him to give up um, interestingly his his proposed approach from now on is to go back to static html websites and when i read it i thought what what's he on about but read his article and it's it's actually quite interesting and compelling you know there's various reasons why a flat html website certainly has certain benefits but go check it out he's got suggestions for frameworks such as Jekyll, Hugo, Gatsby and others which which enable you to have kind of WordPressy like features for editing but then when you save it it just compiles everything and puts it on a flat html site so interesting that you know there are people that are actually so affected by Gutenberg that they're stepping entirely away from WordPress altogether Okay, this next one, I'm just going to say the title of it. You can go and check it out if you like for yourself. I have no idea how this stuff is vetted and put together, but Coding WP have put together a list of 15 Gutenberg compatible themes. They call them the best Gutenberg compatible themes, but I don't know how you judge that. But if you're scrabbling around at the minute for WordPress Gutenberg compatible themes, that's maybe something to look at. Now, in the next week or two, we will have the WordCamp US, which is going to be... Oh, what's the date? I actually can't remember, but it's very, very soon, probably within the next seven days or so. 8th of December is what I'm thinking. 
There we go, that's what I reckon. If you're unable to attend that event and you would like to see things like the State of the Word Address by Matt Mullenweg, you can now head over to the WP Tavern website, who then link over to the WordCamp US website, and you can purchase online tickets. So essentially you can watch a live stream of the whole thing taking place. So that might be worthwhile if, if you really enjoy WordCamps but just can't make it. Okay, the last WordPressy one. Um, the technical specifications of this are impossible for me to explain in a very short article, but if you have ever installed a plugin called Login Press, it's a WordPress plugin which allows you to customize the login page um, to, to do whatever you want with it and you know, have it customized however you like. There's various problems that the, the guys at WebArcs have discovered. One of their jobs is to go out and try to try to find fault in, in the code of various plugins, and they've found a few here. So go check it out and get yourself updated, because obviously with these with these vulnerabilities we, we have updates, which is good. Okay. Three articles that have got nothing to do with WordPress. The first one is oddly on the WP Tavern website, and it's about this new layout builder which Drupal have put together. It does feel a little bit like a like a Beaver Themer or the Elementor template engine. Um, and but it's nice to see that Drupal have taken this challenge on. It does look a lot more bare bones than something like Gutenberg, but just an interesting article. If you've got a foot, one foot in the Drupal camp, then this layout builder might be for you because Drupal is very powerful in certain respects, like, you know, getting content uh, to, to link together and having relationships between that content is they're very strong on, but nice simple page builder type things they're not. And this is quite a nice initiative. You can build templates for various types of content. Okay. I'm interested by this article. It's called, it's on the verge and it's called Gaming the Apple Podcast Charts is Cheaper and Easier Than You Think. And it's quite a long article about how this guy received an email saying, would you like me to boost your your rankings on iTunes for your podcast? And he thought, well, I might as well do a, a piece about it. You know, I'm writing for the verge. So he paid this bloke five dollars. And sure enough, it had an absolutely magnificent impact. And he charts as to how it was done and how long it took. And then he, a word of caution at the end, do not do this if you've got a legitimate podcast. If you're just in the business of, you know, you've launched a podcast and you've got no intention of keeping it going, but you just like some traffic. Well, goodness me, maybe, maybe there's something in this. But if somebody like me who's in it for the long haul and doesn't want WP Builds podcast to be, to be tainted, it feels like the guys at Apple will figure out what you're up to. But in the short term, you can absolutely game the system, but they don't explain how. They just explain that it's possible. Okay, speaking of gaming the system, there's a chap who I follow very closely. His name is Bruce Schneier, and he is seriously good at internet cryptography and so on, and, and IT sec security and so on. And this week he's got an article called The FBI Takes Down a Massive advertising fraud ring and it's just a really interesting article he's linking out from his website and you can read about how how google um, figured out that people were gaming adsense they'd basically got bots all over the place and they were um, putting up their own um, essentially i can't really explain it it's too difficult but they were able to put content online and game it so that they were clicking on their own stuff and just 
basically creating money out of nothing and Google figured out how this was done but this story and, and the plot is very interesting and very very technical but it might be of some interest to you Okay, that's it. Thank you for listening to WP Builds once again. Really appreciate it. Hope you come to the podcast on Thursday this week. And as I said, right at the beginning, forward slash subscribe, forward slash advertise and forward slash deals. Okay, have a good week. Bye bye.